uh where was i i think i was on episode 33 32 33 look you're back okay we're all back welcome back to vondra's view let's get into it what's up beautiful people welcome back to vondra's view so i will admit the last time i did a take on Uh, this recording for this particular topic, I did do it out of anger. (laughs) I did it out of anger. I was upset. I was frustrated, tired of the systems, the, the systemic racism and the things that Black people, Black women, especially what we go through. And you know, I was being transparent. I was being definitely, definitely real. Um, but I, I did want to do a retake just to see, you know, if I can really um, organize this a little bit better and and just come forth with the facts on, you know, what it is to really deal with tokenism, to be the only Black woman, black person in the room to, you know, just open up dialogue about, you know, what black women have gone through um, in corporate America, what we go through in any setting, any community setting. And um, I'm, I'm going to start out with the definition first, and then we're going to touch on some on some things that are very important. And I think that you know, this is definitely a conversation that we need to have. Um, And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only and I'm not the first and I won't be the last to have this conversation until the dialogue changes, until the systems change or are broken down. So when we look at what tokenism is, It is the practice of doing something such as hiring a person who belongs to a minority group only to prevent criticism and give the appearance that people are being treated fairly, right? Now, this is the Google, this is the Merriam-Webster translation and, and definition of what tokenism is, right? And the reason why the definition uh, calls for the example as hiring a person who belongs to a minority group because this is where, I'm not going to say this is where tokenism began, but this is where it resides. Hiring hiring people, hiring Black women, Black men, um, brown and brown Black women and men who are the only one to make it seem as if that these companies have uh, diversity and inclusion in workplaces, right? And I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say, um, being that I am dealing with something very similar, um, being in, in workspaces now where Black women and you know people in minority groups don't want to work for these companies anymore because they know that they have used tokenism to come by as if, hey, well, you know, we're not racist. We're not excluding people from our company we we have this we we have this black person working at this job and but pull up the percentages I, I want to see the statistics this like I want to talk about why people are not being hired within a particular group again it's it's not diverse the way that they're making it seem right and then not only that, 
I want to go on a little a little tangent about uh, I think tangent is the word tangent or rant whichever about this thing that happened on TikTok right so what happened on TikTok and if you don't follow me on TikTok do so and I'll definitely follow back um I'm also Vondra's view on TikTok as well okay we'll leave that there but um there was a black girl follow train that it was this thing that was trending for black women to follow one another and support one another right and of course TikTok took it down why because it was causing so much up uproar and and riots and so much controversy because black women were supporting one another black women who who would have thought black women were supporting one another following one another another engaging on each other's content and tiktok took it down because white women felt away they felt like well they're just they're they're being you know they're excluding us it's exclusionary they're you know, if I were to say the same thing, it's like, no, we didn't say only black women follow me. No, if you are black, I'm going to follow you back. I'm going to support you. That's what happened, right? And black women, we are so amazing in general because we extend so much grace and we are so empathetic to other people's feelings all the time. And we always, again, get left out of the room or we don't have a seat at, at the table. And here we are making our own table on these platforms. And we still, and we still get knocked down. But I'm going to come back to that, okay? I want to talk about, again, this. We are showing that diversity and inclusion in a workplace, it doesn't really exist. It doesn't exist the way that we think it does, right? Um, I remember during during COVID, especially uh, when when everything was just being shut down, people were kind of getting tired of their jobs. They actually appreciated working from home, being at home, you know, loving quality time with loved ones, but also being able to just kind of live freely around work and not, you know, letting work overtake their lives. And I think during that a lot of people realized how they were busting their backs and hurting themselves mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally by working for these jobs that just don't care about them. And I think what, you know, it was kind of like a ripple effect because in the midst of all of that, a lot of uh, black and brown people were looking at diversity numbers. They were looking at diversity numbers and they saw that these percentages of, of minority groups were very low and they weren't getting hired maybe because they were in one of these minority groups. So a lot of people were like, pull up your information. You work at this brick and mortar company. I want to see how many black people work here. I want to see how many Asian people work here. I want to see how many Mexican Mexican people work here. And of course, the numbers were indeed very low. And these are companies that we buy from. These are companies that we continue to give our money to. And people just be, became very fed up, right? And then not only that, being on the other end of being a token Black person in these 
companies that you work for, even now in 2023, when you work for them, from my perspective, personally, it is grunt work, especially when they see that you work hard. It is grunt work. You're not being treated fairly. You know, the microaggressions are still there. People have a way of addressing you um, very disrespectfully, even when they say they're not trying to. It is exhausting. And I just wanted to put it out there on my beautiful podcast (laughs) that I've worked very hard on that I am not, I repeat, I am not your token black girl. I am not your token black girl. My sisters are not your token black girl. Some of us are just in these jobs for one reason and one reason only, and that is to pay bills and leave. And we understand, y'all may think that these people are replaceable, but the numbers are starting to show that people no longer appreciate how they're being treated on these job sites and they're quitting. They are quitting. The percentages are mad high of, of how they are quitting and when and why. And it is because of pay. It is because of treatment. You have shown people that they're just not important and you feel like they are replaceable and that you can just hire somebody else. And it that's just that, which is why the numbers are so low. People are going in business for themselves. They're working from home. They're finding jobs where they can work from home. They're starting their own companies in ways that they can build for themselves. And people are aware of it and they're supporting it. And I just, again, wanted to put it out there that I am not a token black girl. Like, I don't mind doing my job, right? I don't mind doing my job. That's what I'm there for. I do it. I go home. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take care of myself before anything. I remember at, at one point, the generations before millennials, of course, they prided themselves in having so many hours that they, you know, so many vacation hours that they didn't use, you know, up to 150 or more hours, like literally coming in dog sick, really exhausted and tired and still trying to give their best to these jobs that don't care about them. And I think the climate that we are in, even with millennials is that, no, like I'm not going to come to, I'm going to use the hours that I have especially when I don't feel like working. And the reason that that is happening, especially with Black women, again, is because we want to take care of ourselves. We want to take care of ourselves as we should. And I think that that's what should happen, is that put yourselves before these positions. Because again, five, 10 years from now, whatever, you know, you you're looking to extend your 401k, your pension fund, whatever. Like, is it really going to be worth it when you leave these jobs and you can barely even take care of yourself by the time that you leave because you, you have physically worn yourself out by just putting in so much effort and letting everything else in your life suffer. And I had to learn, you know, me, I'm in a position now where I'm just learning to balance the work-life balance and know that, 
you know, I don't have to continue to give my 1000% to something or to a company that I know is just, you know, they're just trying to appease at this point. Um, companies are doing that lately where they're doing the, you know, cost of living, um, adjustments and, you know, again, trying to give people raises where they see fit and all, all those things, because people are legit, of course, because of inflation, but also because people are leaving and they're leaving because they're noticing that these jobs are just, they're not worth it. (laughs) It's hard to say, but when you're working in customer service and you're just being treated like crap, it's really hard to say that you really enjoy your job. 1000%. Some people do. Some people do. But I don't. (laughs) I don't. And I'm not your token black girl. I am not, you know, a a professional in all things black hair care. Stop asking me. Um, You know, no, you cannot touch my hair. Uh, No, I don't know everything about black hair care. Um, I dress nice for the benefit of me and my mental because when I look good, I feel good. Uh, let's see. I I don't want to discuss music. I don't really care what type of music you like. And I don't really want you to know what kind of music that I care for. I'm not trying to get personal. Like I literally just want to come to work and then go home to enjoy what I like at home because work is just not fun. It's, <laughs> it's not. Working these nine to fives is like, eh you know, and this is like a, this is a diary for me to know that, you know, I'm not going to be there for long and the job served its purpose. I prayed for that job at one point because it's what I needed to jumpstart my career, but now the time has come (laughs) and I know I'm not the only one feeling like this. You know, I know that, there are a lot of women out there who, there are a lot of Black women out there who just have to have their woosah moments, which the reason I'm saying woosah is because this will be on VondrasView.com with a, a ton of resources for Black women who are still in corporate America and in these workplaces that just spew racism. <laughs> and how, again, you know, yeah, you're you're showing that oh you can hire someone black but you know for some reason i'm the only one here and that that's a big red, red flag to me um we should just start letting black women win and it's not saying that you're just oh giving me a head start or anything like that because honestly I'm 250 years behind, if not more. I don't own a house. A lot of us don't own houses or anything like that. And the reason being is because the color of our skin, right? And not being privileged enough to own things. Black women should be winning in these spaces. We are the most educated. We are, Black women are the most educated humans. In America, we are the most educated. Probably in the world, we are the most educated. We get our degrees and we still don't meet the mark to be able to move forward and get ahead in any way. That's a problem. That's an issue. 
So let women, let black women and, and black people in general in these spaces where they can have conversations to have inclusion and diverse, real inclusion and diversity in the workplace. And that's that on that on that. If you have any questions, please email me. Please let me know. I want to talk. (laughs) I want to talk. And I want to talk about, you know, these topics more because, again, we have to start asking these questions. Why are Black women being mistreated? Why? Why are Black women being mistreated? Why are we dealing with these things? And we can't say it's not because of racism. So, bye. If you are new to Vondra's View, make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Share this content with friends and family.